You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to Denver Hoops and Dreams. I'm your host, Jeremy Nichols, here with my co-host, Nelson Newth. We're waiting for Jack. We have two special guests in the building today. Um, one who, I mean, I'll say this. Both of them, I've, I've seen them on my timeline very often, <laughs> talking about the Nuggets, um, sharing in that that love of this team that, that you know, we all have right now. Um, but I want to I want to talk to them specifically about different things. Um, Cisco being at the the parade earlier today, so I definitely want to get his perspective on what happened because that parade was wild, you know. And I think wild is uh, is is probably an understatement um, <laughs> at this point. And uh, I, I, I've seen I've seen Coach Joyce on on Twitter a bunch, you know, just talking about the Nuggets and, you know, just her experiences being a Nuggets fan. So I want to make sure I get their perspectives on everything. Um, but we got Cisco in the building, you know, Coach Joyce in the building. How are you guys doing? Joyce, talk to us. I, I'm doing great. I, I can't tell you uh, how I feel. I mean, this feeling is going to go on. Yeah. It's never going to end. I was just. I can't. I, it's unexplainable. And watching the parade today, it's unexplainable. I mean, whoo, that was it. That was it. I'm feeling yeah. the blood in the water now. Let's roll. Let's roll. Let's roll. Love it. Love it. Cisco, just talk to us, man. Just before you you specifically talk about the parade, um, it's something that we usually do on the show before we actually talk about the specifics of basketball um, and of all the festivities. Just talk to us on how are you doing and how are you feeling right now, man? Yeah, I'm feeling good, man. Uh, I've been a fan since like 2005, 2004. Um, for me, it, it was surreal. As soon as we won and that clock hit zero, man, I I, I felt like it was an out of body experience for myself. I couldn't even sleep that night. <laughs> all, I was, all I was thinking about was this win. I felt like it was a dream, man. Honestly, but I'm feeling good. You know, I'm I'm just happy to say that we're champions, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We are definitely champions. I mean, they cannot take that away from us um, anymore. You know, they all the jokes and stuff that were flying over those years. They got they got to keep all of those. Nelson, talk to us, man. How are you doing? I know, obviously, you were at game five, um, but how are you feeling right now? You know, post parade and everything, man. I'm feeling great, man. I mean, um, back in the saddle, back at work and doing my thing. But um uh, it was a great experience going to the game, and we'll talk about that a little bit. But uh, and then it was fun to see all the shenanigans that happened today. So, and that's what I would say. It's it would seem like you know a free for all, fun, just great time. Everyone enjoying themselves seemed like a great um, show out by the community of Denver, Colorado, to support 
you know, our favorite basketball team. And so it was a wonderful day for everybody, I think, including the coaches, the, the team, the management, and just the city of Denver. Yeah, no, it, it was it was beautiful um, just watching the parade. Right. Like I told you guys, like I, I would have loved to actually physically be there, um, you know, but life <laughs> throws you some things sometimes that you can't really <laughs> do much about. Um, but it, it, it was it was incredible to see. Obviously, you know, we've, we've been talking about it for some days now. The Denver Nuggets are obviously NBA champions of the world. Um, and and. It, I think one of the coolest parts about this is the fact that when you get on Twitter now, right, all you're seeing is the complaining from the other groups, oh especially especially the Lakers fans. And we're, we'll get into that because I know <laughs> I know it seems to be like we're um, where we're we're kind of touching on some some certain things with that fan base right now where they don't seem to like it. Um, it's almost like they think that the Nuggets are absolutely obsessed with them. <laughs> that's that's what I'm seeing, right? Because they they keep bringing up this whole thing where, um, because you know when uh, Vic Lombardi mentioned today during his his spiel, <laughs> you know, mentioning that um, you know you 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 came you came in as the son of a coach, and now you're the Lakers' daddy, right? When, he's, when, when he said that, it was just like. Wow. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow. 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 Um, Cisco, you were you were in you were in the crowd. You were there for that. Um, just just let us know just what what went through your mind, especially in that moment where those Lakers fans were like essentially called out or the Lakers in general. Uh, what went through your mind, man? For a lot of fans, they they were really surprised that that Vic said that. But um, I think for the for the most part, we've always had not necessarily a rivalry, but they've always, you know, we've always been um, kind of we lost to them like in a Western Conference, so there was really no rivalry, I would say. But uh, ever since you know we got our full squad back and we we're pretty much uh, rolling through everyone, everyone was really saying that you know the, the Lakers were going to beat everyone when they're in the um, in the playoffs when they made it. So right. Um, I, I think uh, every time we play the Lakers, like not including this year, Michael Malone would would always say that they can uh, head out with Al or, or something in Nick, the press Nick conference. Yeah, 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 yeah. Something in the press conference that would out. Uh, so I feel like it was the icing on the cake for him. So uh, there's probably going to be a bigger rivalry with us, possibly. But I think it's more or less the Lakers fans are are kind of salty. But I mean. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It was electric when he said that to everyone. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it it definitely it definitely felt that way. Um, you know, just watching it from the TV. So I can't imagine just being in in that crowd. And real quick, here, Cisco, we are getting just some 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 feedback. Like when you're talking, 
Um, it's okay. almost like giving off like a like a robotic sound. I don't know if it's the fan that's on in, in the background or something, but we're just getting like a little. Um, so I would say just just run back, do like a quick uh, mic test for yourself real quick. And then I'll bring you I'll bring you back up. All right. Okay. I just want to make sure that we're able to hear you clearly and everything. I think it's right. his fan. I think, think it's so? the fan. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It allows you to do like a um like a little mic test. So make sure you can hear um what we're hearing right now. Um, but Joyce, talk to us. Um, just just what you were seeing today. I know obviously this this up being a huge moment and um just what how did you feel just throughout the parade? Like what was going through your mind watching this? I cried the whole time. I really did. <laughs> right, I, yeah. it, it was, you know, and I think everything boiled down to the salt that was being thrown at us. Absolutely. The whole time. Everybody's saying, if it's not the Lakers and the Celtics, we're not going to watch it and all this mess. And then what they do hit records, you know, mm -hmm. I think that's what it was. So, so <laughs> when he said that, I was like, there's no standing room. So I literally had, I was waiting to see if somebody fell out the tree, you know, cause that's all. <laughs> That yeah. all the spaces there was, I would have been surprised if somebody would have been sitting up in them trees. Like, no, he didn't say that, but he did. And I think it was all the salt that was being thrown at us. And it's it's finally like, now what? Yeah. You know, now what? And I cried through the whole thing. But how could you not? Yeah. <laughs> no, it was it was awesome. It was it was an awesome. Um, not even just today, you know. Just I I think from the moment, like Cisco mentioned, from the time the clock hit zero, you know, in, in game five and, and Nelson, I want, I want to have you jump in here and just, you know, because you were in the building, like, I want to know what your thought process was in game five, right? Because I think all these episodes and all these shows we've done throughout the season and for it to all culminate now into a title, right? How did you feel the moment that the clock hit zero in game five? Man, I, um, I actually captured it on my um, phone and it was just bedlam. Um, it was a really weird experience because the game was really, really ugly. Like yeah. it was a bad played game. Um, it was gritty. It was defensive. Um, you know, the Nuggets couldn't hit a three pointer to save their life. So from that standpoint, it was really interesting, but the electricity in the building was just insane. I mean, I've never seen anything like it and yeah. they really did some fun things. Like they had little wristlets where they put on a light onto the wristlet and then the lights would change throughout the whole game. So you would see, you know, white, red, blue, different colors flashing um, let's go nugget cheers throughout the whole, um, experience, defense, defense. Um, and then at crunch time, when it came down, like we were standing up literally most of the fourth quarter, but then when, uh, KCP goes to the line, I sat down and just covered my eyes. Cause I was just thinking, Oh my God, I hope he makes this. Yeah. And then I knew the crowd would tell me if he did. So. He um, he obviously made uh, both free throws and everybody went crazy. And at that point, I knew that it was kind of, um, you know, it was kind of over at that point. Right. And that um, we were going to go through that. It was really a surreal experience from the standpoint that, you know, I did pick them to win in five. And I'm not saying that from a bragging standpoint. Oh, no, no, you did. Yeah. You did. But, and you were right. You yeah. Did. And I right. did. Okay. But. Like, right. I just I just had my own guttural thought that 
because I live in, in Joyce and Cisco, I live in California. So I just had this guttural feeling like they were going to win the game and that I yeah. was going to be there for the championship. I just, and even during the game when they were losing, like I was thinking, okay, if they lose, they're still going to win this series. Like they're just having an off night. But I was like, keep it close, keep it five points, keep it there. And then they really turned it on in the fourth quarter, obviously. Um, and I knew it was theirs and I knew they were going to win. Um, and then the excitement and I'll kind of leave it here, but the excitement there afterwards, um, watching the trophy presentation and then to walk out with all the fans and have them like everybody high-fived everybody. Um, as we walked out cheers of let's go nuggets throughout the whole stadium that were just so loud. And it was just such a cool feeling to have like the idea of community, right? Like you're together as one, as one family, right? You're together as one group of people with a sole interest to be in nugget fans. Yeah. And then I was lucky enough, obviously to go with, um, with Jack as well. So um, it was just a, a really heartwarming wonderful experience like that's something that i'll never forget you know i've i've been lucky enough to go to the the broncos super bowl 50 victory and now go to this um they're pretty so it's you then it's, it's you. pretty oh yeah it's so pretty okay. it's pretty okay. pretty neck and neck pretty neck and neck on you know those two experiences um so yeah it was a great it was a great time and um, as we walked back to the hotel on Lodo, everyone was just going berserk. Um, and so it was fun. It was a great experience. And I'll, I'll never forget it. And um, Today seemed kind of like the same kind of a thing for everybody that they got to experience being together as a group and celebrating together. Yeah, for sure. Awesome. Um, yeah, I mean... We just we we see our guy, you know, Jack. Jack, shout out to Jack for showing up. That's I'm kidding. Uh, shout out to Jack for being in a bit. <laughs> yeah, we got we got to we got to bust uh, his. You know, I got I got to do it. I got to bust it. his chops. Yeah, I got to do it, Jack. Man, you know, we're uh, you know, obviously talking about the parade today, which you were at. Um, I wanted to make sure that Nelson was able to talk to talk about you know game five. You know, just just yeah. being there in the building when those clock, when that clock hit zero and just telling us what his experience was like. Um, Cisco was mentioning to us just some of his thoughts on um, what he saw today at the parade. Cause he was also there, but um, what, what, what was your thoughts, man? Just what did you see just being in the crowd, even on your way there? Um, how was it, how was it first of all, to even get to the parade? What was that experience like? Yeah. I mean, it was, it was pretty good, honestly, until you got to like that parade route. I tried to go a little bit around anyways, um, not going straight off I-25, but once you got there, I mean, it was packed. There was a lot more street closures than I thought, or at least Apple maps lied to me, but um, you know, we, uh, we were, when we drove in, I mean, you first saw kind of, we, I mean, it was just one street corner and it was packed, like just packed. And so it was really cool. Couldn't find parking, eventually got parking. You know, by the time we actually came around, we actually luckily, right as we stopped, uh, Aaron Gordon and KCP were uh, cleaning up the the trade route or the, you know, the route of the parade. So it was cool to see them. 
And then we'd walk to the Capitol. I mean, you, it was hard to get past anybody. It felt like when Nelson and I were walking out of the stadium, just kind of shoulder to shoulder with everybody. And it was really cool. I, you know, I honestly didn't think there were this many Nugget fans. Um, it looked what? like there was, I'm, oh, I'm just, you know, cause, well, because they, they said that it was, I think, 500,000 to a million showed up for the parade. And I just, I mean, I don't, I, I think that was a close number to the Broncos Super Bowl, but I don't know. A lot of people in my life I know don't care about basketball. So it was surprising to see, but I mean, wow. I loved it. And I was really cool to, you know, see everybody come together. They had a bunch of different stations for watching it via like their speeches and stuff. And it was, it was really cool. Very cool. Very cool. Uh, Joyce, real quick. What, what was the one thing just while watching the, uh, the parade today, what was the one thing that stood out to you that, that kind of surprised you or shocked you a little bit? I was actually proud the whole time. It didn't surprise me. It didn't shock me. I, I was just absolutely proud because, I mean, taking, taking the togetherness of family to the side, this was like one of the most proudest moments of my life, it, it, with the exception of meeting John Elway in the locker room in college. He was doing a fundraiser for basketball nice. and he was in a nice. basketball uniform. So with the exception of that, and I, I got to get that picture back somehow from <laughs> Wyoming. But with the exception of that, this was like the most I it was amazing. And even during game five, I mean, with like four minutes left, I sent a, a thing to Katie, a little and I, I was like, God, I hope I didn't jump the gun. It's like a little right, small, a little poem I wrote for the Nuggets, a little, very small. And I was like, I hope I didn't jump the gun. But it, it was a feeling. I knew it was going to happen. And my stomach, everything was just like, oh, my God. You know, I, <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm older than the time frame we waited, you wow. know. And I, you know, my mom, and she rest in peace, was a huge, huge fan of basketball, football, yeah. all of them. And I, I just hope she's looking down and she's like, finally, you know, finally, yeah. finally we got this, you know, yeah. it was just amazing. I mean, I don't think I, I, I really think we broke the record of Cleveland's, but that's just me. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I really do, but we'll, we'll know probably tomorrow, right? What them numbers were. Yeah, yeah we will for sure. I wonder about that too. Like, I wonder how it would compare to the avalanche parade last year. Um, uh, I just kind of wonder about that, but can I just say something about the parade today? And I, you asked what surprised you, Jeremy, and I've got um, two people that surprised me. One uh, was the Joker um, saying an expletive um, yeah. and wow. um, something about the parade <laughs> I mean, he made it really short, but just hearing that from him was kind of like, what did yeah, he just that, say? That made me double take uh, at the TV. For yeah, sure. and then, yeah. And then I didn't know that our head coach was a gangster. Um, <laughs> that was my other takeaway. Um, he, had the ni- he, had, he had the nice silver chain going on. Um, he was talking and he was, he was obviously enjoying himself quite immensely which i i think we all know what that means in general terms he was Uh, he was uh intoxicated oh yeah uh and good for him i mean good for him he he had a great time but he was very um forceful in his thoughts about how they want to run it back next year and i think that's there's nothing wrong with that i i like that take that he had um i thought it was great and i just thought you know 
Um, everybody was out there, you know, clapping with the fans, getting off the buses, being with the people. And I thought that was cool. No, nah, it was it was pretty cool, man. Um, Cisco, same question, you know, being just being at the parade. Um, is there anything that that you saw specifically that that kind of just took you by surprise? Well, first, I want to make sure that you guys can hear me now. Can you guys hear me properly now? It's st- it's still doing that same sound. So let's so let's do this. Go ahead and um just like take the take the headphones out and then just um let's just try it without the headphones and then uh, let's just make sure we're all good. Let's see if that if we get a little bit better sound doing that. Can you can you guys hear me now? Yeah, yeah. That's much oh, better. yeah, that's much better. Yeah, so so tell us like I mentioned before, you know, just what what really stood out to you at the parade today? I think the the most shocking was seeing uh you know, I wouldn't say shocking, but uh, seeing Ish, Uncle Jeff, and DJ just running the whole parade, and that, and that's a long route to be walking the whole time. <laughs> and they're running the parade, getting uh, getting the fans involved, talking to them. You know, it was cool. And I'm and uh, I kind of did an old school thing. I brought a disposable camera because I brought my daughter. <laughs> I brought my daughter, and I, you know, years down, I just want to show her. You know. Where where she was, you know, and yeah. I feel like it, um, but I would say Mike Malone too, because I was uh, I wasn't expecting lit, lit <laughs> Mike, lit Mike. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was. <laughs> nah, it was it was really cool to see you know Michael Malone, um, just kind of enjoying himself, like you said, Nelson. I think because he has been through a lot, right? You know, just just as a coach. I mean, even going back to his days of, you know, even with the Sacramento Kings and, you know, having uh, DeMarcus Cousins and stuff on his team and, and just going through a whole lot. Um, I thought that that was interesting to see, like, where he is right now um, as a coach, you know, being what the Nuggets, what, eight years, either seven or eight years. And eight. to finally to finally just get it done, I thought it was a beautiful thing. Um, you know, Jack, just just you know, since you just got in, I want to I want to get something else from you. Um, we talked about Nikola Jokic and the fact that he did drop that f bomb, which was which was, I, I I was just shocked because you know you hear people say, oh Jokic is so even keeled and he doesn't really show a lot of emotion and all these different mm-hmm. things, but to hear that from him, right? I thought that that was the part that really took a lot of people by surprise. Um, is there anything else that, that you saw that we we didn't see on TV that 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 would have been kind of interesting? I mean, I wouldn't really say so. I, I think that, you know, we kind of saw the main highlights. I, if you go through like NBA Twitter and stuff, you know, the personal videos, you might see some more of the funny antics of like coach throughout the parade route or, you know, just maybe other guys. doing. I mean, A.G., he was drinking like a an mf'er. That man. <laughs> I was there for like two or like I saw him right when I saw him. He'd already had like two, three beers thrown at him and he chugged them all. Same with uh, KCP because they were together. So, I mean, p- kudos to those guys because I don't know how they're still standing even by now. But um, <laughs> you know, I think that was probably crazy. I, I mean, that was expected, so it's not like some out of the blue thing. But I think it was just funny to see these guys. I kind of got my own taste of seeing Aaron Gordon as lit as he was after the game. Yeah. KCP, by the way, literally took two beers at the same time. Oh, when he, when he crashed he them together, <laughs> drank them together, and was just covered in yeah. beer at and one you know, point. It was crazy. People were still dogging. They were still oh, yeah. dogging about us being lightweights and 
you know, in Mile High. I'm like, oh, please, these boys been drinking days straight now, you know? <laughs> <laughs> no. They look no. like they had so much fun, man. They just, did. Just, and, and, and now, did you guys, did you guys see that, that moment, um, where somebody tossed a beer onto the the thing and then it like it ricocheted off a guy and then it hit like Jokic's wife in the face. Oh uh, no, that's horrible. yeah. I, I I saw that. I saw that like right. I saw like a clip of it on Twitter. I'm like, I mean, I know they weren't. It wasn't any type of situation. It didn't look like they were like aiming, you know, in her direction because I saw it hit the guy and it bounced off. But it's like, man, like that. People were just out there, just just wild in the day. And I saw Christian Brown had um. Like a bunch of blood on his hand. I don't know I if anyone saw that. that. I did. So I did. he like he cut his hand somehow really bad. Did you, and... did you see old boy's face next to him? He looked like he was about to pass out. Oh, I know. <laughs> Peyton Watson. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone said Pey- Peyton Watson was like the adult in the crowd, and he's probably the youngest kid on the team, right? So yeah. Oh man. Did Love anyone also happen to notice that? Um, uh Carl Anthony Towns said that his victory with Minnesota oh, <laughs> um and getting into the tournament was bigger than the Nuggets winning a championship. Oh jeez. That's that's yours Joyce. That's yours Joyce. You I can know. have Joyce. I, I, go I, Joyce. I, go. I just I just don't know why we just can't have it. You know, just let us have this. Let us enjoy it. I'm I'm like so tired. I think it's funny. I think it's it, funny. It's hilarious. It's like, oh, you you know, you beat us because of this and you beat us because we had this many players out. But why come when we had our boys out sick or hurt, it was okay. Right. It was all good. Yeah. But now, you know, you beat somebody else and it's uh, whew, just yeah. There's, when when it's all said and done, there'll <laughs> never be an asterisk next to our world championship. No. It's not going to say, "Oh, we played the Minnesota, we played, you know, um, Phoenix, we played the Lakers, and then we beat the Heat." No one's going to ever say that. And anyone who says any of that stuff, I just mute them or block them because it's not worth it. There's, I won't I'm say not, it, but I wrote it. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All right, Joyce. I like it. <laughs> nah, no it was, reason. No reason cool. to pay attention to them. Yeah. No. Nah, when I listen, Nelson. When I when I heard that and I watched that clip of Carl Anthony Towns, all I all I all I said in my mind was, "Bro, this man is delusional." Yeah, he's crazy. <laughs> he's delusional. Like like there is no way you're sitting there and and oh well, hey Pat Bev. We we were able to do something in three to four months, and it took them three to four years. What exactly were y'all able to do? That you know what they like? He's talking about winning a play-in game. Like, are we? Is that what we're celebrating now? Winning a play-in game. Like that is when you have to celebrate that. I think at that point, it's like you need to start looking at yourself in the mirror. Like, man, have I really accomplished anything? Because am I really that desperate? Yeah, like, like, I, like, I want this type of praise because you're watching the Nuggets do something just because one, the Nuggets are in your division, two, the Nuggets smacked you up in five games, and three, even on your team, you're not the best player anymore, sir. You're no, not. Mister Anthony Edwards was the only reason the, the Timberwolves didn't get swept. So what exactly are you talking about? Aaron Gordon was cooking you. You did absolutely nothing that whole series. The fans of the Timberwolves were. Sp- specifically saying hey is carl anthony towns gonna show up tonight like your fa- you need to worry about your fan base buddy not worrying about what the nuggets are doing like jeremy jeremy go jeremy you know and, and that's exactly what i was saying with with Crazy. the heat i was like 
where y'all going? We're not done yet. Come back. Stop leaving. Get the fuck in the yeah. You know, where you going? <laughs> we aren't done yet. We still got more to show you. This this team, man, this Nuggets team is is definitely causing 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 a ruckus right now um because you know a lot of people just you know Joyce you were bringing it up earlier you know where they were trying to use the ratings and these different things against the Nuggets like no the playoffs in general were good the Nuggets played really well in the playoffs even the series with the Heat I mean a couple of those games really hit some uh, some spots that even a couple years ago the Bucks and Suns didn't get there even the Lakers and the Heat didn't get there in certain moments in a bubble and mind you that's when everybody was home Right. You see what I mean? Like this is when everybody was home and all they could do is stare at a TV and you <laughs> still had less viewers than the Nuggets where people are back at work and doing regular stuff. Right. So it's like you can't you can't take that away from this team right now. The Nuggets accomplished something that they worked really hard to get. And I think that's why you saw those reactions from all those players from the Ish Smith of Ish Smiths of the world and the, the Jeff Greens. I mean, I was really happy for Jeff Green, for real. And Jack, I know yeah. we spoke about this the other day, but just watching Jeff Green and, and when he went up there and he um, he basically said, you know, mile high, like like you could tell how how big of a moment that was for him because a lot of teams gave up on him after he had that open heart surgery, right? A lot of teams and a lot of people counted him out like, oh, he's never going to play again and all these different things. But that's what this Nuggets team is all about. It it They put together a lot of guys who, one, they've been through a lot of different situations and – one of the coolest parts about the KCP, yes, he did win a championship in 2020 with the Lakers, but he had he didn't get a chance to do this parade thing because of COVID, right? So this was his first official parade. So he got to celebrate this with the Nuggets team, and I thought that that was excellent. Well, you know, Colorado's good for the, taking the underdogs in, regardless of what, what team it is. And I think that's what I really love. We love to grab the ones that people stop seeing or, you know, and that's, I love that. Speaking of that, modesty. Yeah, speaking of that, Joyce, you hit a good point. And I was going to bring up the the question to everybody on the panel. What do you think the odds are now after hearing Bruce Brown talk that he will actually come back and play another year with the Nuggets? I still say that when push comes to shove and you're talking about, let's just say, let's say he opts out and then opts back in and they can get him something higher than the $8 million threshold. I still think it's going to be really tempting for him to move on, but I'm hoping like every other Nuggets fan that he'll be back. But what do you guys think about that? Um, I think he's going to stay. I think it's the wild, wild West, babe. I think he's going to stick around. He loves it here. He's going to stick around. All right. I like gotcha, that choice. Gotcha. Um, I, Jeremy, what Jack, do you think? Yeah, Jack, Jack, we'll get to you, but I, I'll tell you this because I even tweeted at the moment. I think in the moment, it did feel as though, just like with what Joyce just said, it does feel like he's gonna stay. Um, and I think I might have been in a situation where I was like, dude, I think, I think this might happen. You know, maybe they've had conversations behind closed doors that we hadn't seen because Michael Malone said it with such confidence, like he was yeah. just like, he's like, y'all think Bruce Brown is leaving? Hell no! Like I was like. <laughs> I was like, hold on, hold on. So maybe, maybe they had a conversation that that we don't know about. But you know, just like you said, being realistic when the number, because let's be real, Bruce Brown is going to command some money right now in the open market, right? And and if he chooses to opt out, he's going to get some offers from some other teams. We just have to be realistic about that. But I think if it's a situation where he understands, like, hey, listen, 
I can do this second year or whatever that looks like. And then maybe the team will commit to me even verbally right in the future or give me something. We don't know what that looks like behind the scenes. But let's be real. We know that there's things that happens like that all the time in the leagues. They have little side gigs that we don't we're not privy to. Um, but it seemed as though Bruce Brown wants to be here. Right. Because why would you not want to be here knowing fully well what this team is capable of? And, dude, Nikola Jokic is 28. Aaron Gordon is 27. Like Jamal is what, 26? 26 like, or 27. Right. Like, like this is a team that is just now entering their primes. So this, this is a team that can absolutely repeat next season. Absolutely repeat. If you bring everybody back and this, and all you're going to get is a Christian Brown in his second year, who's, who's now coming back with, and he even, he helped the Nuggets win this one. Right. So you got him, you got Peyton Watson who can step up and do more things. So and we don't know what the Nuggets brass are going to do with that new um, the new pick and stuff that they just got, you know, with that trade with Oklahoma City. So I think I think Bruce Brown looking at the, the landscape of what's happening. I think he's looking at it like, dude, if I leave this place just for the money that I mean, yeah, the money is cool, but. He knows. He knows that this Nuggets team is where it's at right now. Um, and I think he well, understands that. And he's so ingrained in Colorado, like Joy said. Um, like going, you see him in the big screen at the Rockies game, right? You see him there supporting the Rockies. You saw him at the Avalanche games um, there, you know, supporting the Avs. Um there is this little gut reaction that he could stay and do something like they did with Bobby Portis in Milwaukee. Right. Where right, I, yeah. like I said, he opted out of his agreement he didn't uh, stay at that same number that he was committed to. They opt out and then they go back in as a free agent and he's able to get a little bit more money. It's not the same as what he's going to get on the open market, but it's going to be a higher number than we're talking about. But yeah. Jack, now that you're back, what do you think about um, our boy and what's going to happen with him? I mean, I don't know. I mean, it was nice to see that. I mean, during the parade as well as the clip after of him, you know, asking the crowd for one more and everybody kind of losing their minds. So I don't know. I I, I, I would say person I, like as you guys have mentioned, personally, he I think he would want to stay. I would be shocked if he. Oh, but I oh yeah my cousin yeah you were for a second good you're good now okay um yeah but I was just gonna say yeah I I think that he would want to stay I would I would not really see a world where he would want to leave but of course you know you got to know what you're worth and I, he's definitely worth a lot more that he's making mm -hmm. so I just think that it's more important I would want the best for him but and hopefully that's a restructuring with Denver to get there you know to get him back for a good amount more money but. We'll see. I think, I don't know. It just, just seems like the vibe is that he's staying, but well, I don't know. I just don't want another Von Miller situation, but <laughs> yes, <laughs> on the basketball yes, side. Yes, yes. You know, he loves Colorado. He loves it. You know, I, yeah. I would, I'd rather he stick around with us for a little while longer. Yeah, no, I mean, what Bruce Brown has been able to bring to the table is, is something that I think just looking back at the off season and, and shout out to Calvin Booth. Cause I know um, I, his interview today was very funny um, where they asked, you know, it, they asked Calvin, um, at what point did you know that you had, you know, put together a championship team? And he was like, Oh, in September, he's like, I, I, I knew what it was. He was like, I knew, I knew exactly who these guys were and what they were capable of and all that stuff. And, you know, just, and I know he was like, there was a, a jokiness in there, but I think in his mind, 
listen, Calvin Booth is on top of the world right now because he knows that he just coming in. And I know, yes, Jokic and all those guys were already there, but it's it's the other guys. It's the KCPs and the Christian Brown signing and the or the drafting and, you know, bringing in Bruce Brown. Those were the little pieces that created what this is right now, you know, and because every championship team, you need more than just your stars. You've got to have the other guys who can contribute in a big way when they're when they're called upon. And all of those guys that I mentioned, if you think about it in every single series, there were moments where it was just like like going back to the Sun series. It was KCP in the 25 or whatever it was in the in the closeout game. You know, Christian Brown in the finals with the 15 points in game two or game three. Like Bruce Brown had his moment 20 plus. Aaron Gordon had his 20 plus. All of these guys came in and they did something just you know, that the Nuggets needed to win this title. So what Calvin Booth was able to do, and now I'm just extra excited as to what he's capable of doing now with the new picks. And we never know what, what's in his brain right now. You never know. There might be another player out there that could even help the Nuggets even more, but I guess we'll find out. Yeah, I mean, I think it's time to give some credit to Tim Conley for sure for what he right. did to create this whole situation. Masai Nizuri also, um trading Carmelo we got uh, Jamal, Jamal from, from yeah, one of those yeah, picks yeah. um so you got to give him some credit as well and then I go back also this is a time to reflect about some of the great players and we talked about this before obviously Alex English and Dan Essel for me and David Thompson those are the three that I will always remember and think about and even a personal favorite like Lafonso Ellis, who went to a lot of the games. Mm-hmm. Um, and then for me, uh, Tom Green sent out a picture. And I, talk about making somebody cry, Joyce. I literally almost cried because uh, Tom Green sent a photo with Doug Moe and his wife, Big Jane. Um, and he was wearing a Nuggets hat. And um, I was just so happy to see that. Like he was, you know, smiling. And I don't know what where he's at with his health, but it just made me um, feel so uh, great uh, that he was able to watch the game and, and his wife was able to, to share that picture with us. So um, it's yeah, a great it's experience. Great. Yeah. Great experience and something we'll always, always remember, obviously. And I think we're not done. Like uh, Malone said, this team is far from done. So it's exciting to think about what we have in store for the next couple of years. Absolutely. Now, before before we get up out of here tonight, guys, I wanted, and this is kind of random, so hopefully I'm not catching anybody by surprise here. But um, and Joyce, I'm going to start with you. Um, is there is there a particular moment during this Nuggets season where you believed that they could win it all? Was there a particular game, a particular um, just a particular moment where you were just like, oh yeah, I I I, I see it now. Where was that for you? You know, <laughs> being being a a fan of everything in Colorado. It's always touch and go with us. Yeah. And, you know, and we start the season, we all started off like, yeah, we got this. And then we get halfway through it and we're like, oh, geez. You know? <laughs> and, and, and that's, that's, the, that's the fun of, of sports. You it know? is, yeah. yeah and, sure. and then when you hit that one game, I'm going to be honest with you, I didn't, I felt it the whole way, but it didn't really hit me till game five. Right. right that, yeah. oh my God. Is the, you know, everybody thought that. Is this real? Mm-hmm. Is this is you know because, I mean, I knew they was I was hoping they'd bring it back home and win it in fashion like they did. But yeah, remember this is Colorado, yeah. where anything can happen, and we've all seen it happen. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Know? But yeah. I really didn't 
I, it didn't grab me till game five. I was touch and go through the whole thing because I was born and raised Colorado, (laughs) you know, with the good and the bad. I've seen it, been there, cried over it. (laughs) And here we are. Yeah, there we are. Nelson, talk to us. When Joy says that, I can only think of um, one sports team that has had that effect on me, and that's the Broncos. (laughs) Yeah. um, With the pain that we suffered through before they won their first Super Bowl, right? So um that was torturous um and then when they won it it was one of the best uh days of my life but um yeah i mean it's gonna sound weird but i would say the game that jack was actually at um uh when they came back they had no right in winning a game against memphis late in the season if that's if that's correct jack you were at that game um i think somebody got i think one of their players maybe got kicked out of the game at the last second, but they came back from a big deficit. Well, I think that was Toronto. I think that was the was, Toronto yeah, Raptors game. The Raptors well, wasn't game. it? I thought it was Memphis first and then the Toronto, or maybe it was Toronto and then Memphis, but whatever the situation yeah. was, mm-hmm. they went up by seven games. Um, in They had seven game lead in the, in um, the division or in the conference. Yeah. Um, and that's when I felt like they had it in the bag and then that they, they would have home court advantage and that this would be the, the team that would finally break the, the streak and finally win a championship. Of course, they, they had, you know, a lot of struggles down the road and we were all kind of talking about that, Jeremy, on a regular yeah. basis and thinking, you know, this team is showing some issues that we were concerned about and and then they turned it on again when the first series happened with Minnesota uh and I do always like saying it like that Minnesota <laughs> um so anyways uh I think that was it the turning point for me Jeremy the long-winded answer to your question was when they had that seven game lead and um that to me signified that they were the best team in the league and it was just a matter of time yeah, no, I, I I agree. I mean, it's it's it is interesting to, to look back, you know, look back on the season and see all those moments, right? Like all those little those games in between where it's like, you know, Joyce, you said it correctly. As as Nuggets fans, as Colorado sports fans in certain areas, you you kind of get used to the oh, here we go. Touch again. and go. Right, here we go again you know we've 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 all we've all felt that way and especially you know nelson you were talking about the broncos that is something that as broncos fans we definitely understand because even going back and i know it's not a, a broncos pod but i feel like a lot of nuggets fans could at least understand you know it's even the season where the broncos had started i believe four and oh right and this was under this was under i believe vance joseph and they started four and oh and then you're like oh hold on hold on here we go and it was like dude how do you win four straight to start the season? And then all of a sudden you just lose a million games in a row. Right. It's like, like, like we, so, so that feeling, that feeling is, 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 is there, right. We all can relate to being in that place where you start to get that, that motivation again, like, uh Oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. And then it's just another disappointment. So for this season to, we go a whole way through, they get to the playoffs, they play them, the Timberwolves, who I mean, there were some people who still had the Timberwolves in that series. I mean, most people who had actual sense knew that the Nuggets <laughs> would win, but <laughs> there were still people who picked them. 
And then, you know, you go up against the Suns where the, the Suns were favored by, uh, by the sports books. They were favored by a lot of people um, in that particular series. And the Nuggets still found a way. Then going into the Lakers series, you guys know. And it don't matter what certain <laughs> people say. There were a lot, like the entire ESPN panel. They had everybody from Vince Carter and all these people on and to Tristan Thompson, who was on there putting his both his his hands up because he was saying that this is what Richard Jefferson would be voting as well. And then for him to be on the team when they lose, I thought that that was the most poetic thing in the world. Right. But going back to just all these little moments in the season, it's like, dude, the Nuggets found a way because I mean, I'll be honest when we played the Heat. I wasn't as I wasn't as worried too much about the heat just because I mean I had I had the Nuggets in six. So I guess my confidence level was just kind of there. And I think when I say Nuggets in six, it's like I believe they're gonna win, but I don't want to get too cocky with it. So I was so I, I left that's why I picked Nuggets in six against the Suns, because that's I, I kind of leave that spot right there a little. I but in no no way did I think the Nuggets would sweep the Lakers. That is the one thing I think was the biggest surprise for me. And I Hoping, think that, but didn't think. Right, right. Of course, you want you <laughs> hope for it, right? But I think that is when that is when I like really sat there and yes, I you know I tweeted about it you know before the season that this would be the the year the Nuggets would win it if they stay healthy. But I'll tell you, just you know, going through those motions and as a fan, when they were able to sweep the Lakers or even put themselves in a position to sweep the Lakers, I think that's when I was just like, oh yeah, that then. This was the only team that I was really worried about, the Lakers, because that's the team that has been the thorn in the Nugget side for how many years? So as soon as and they just were just as to... physical, right? And right. just as physical as we are, right? You know? But I have a question for both of you. How did you feel when when Jokic's ankle, when his ankle, when he twisted his ankle? Yeah. Oh, I, that, yeah, yeah. That like, was scary. That was scary. I almost, I was like, oh, you know, I was almost. He's fell out. such a. He's such a. Um a limber guy on some ways. Like, do you remember he got like nailed in the bottom of the leg against with uh, Draymond green in the playoffs mm -hmm. last year, I believe. Yeah. But I also just kind of thinking to myself, Jeremy thought about also a critical moment in the series with Miami. And I think it was when they lost game two and then they go to Miami and they go to dinner at uncle Jeff's house yeah. I, yeah, that kind of thing actually um, is a moment where you galvanize as a group. You say to each other, "We are like they, like they said, right? We are a family, right?" And that was the first time they had lost at home. And I think we were all concerned doing the podcast the next day, but right, they galvanized. They came together. They didn't have any uh, fracturing in the team. They celebrated together at his home, broke bread, came together. And I think that would be also maybe one of the biggest moments of the of the season coming together like that. I think uh, the veterans on the squad, uh, and we talked about this lots of times, really deserved a lot of credit for mm -hmm. keeping the unit together. The Ishmiths, the, the Uncle Jeffs, the... DeAndre Jordans, the Reggie Jacksons, keeping yeah. them together as a unit, I think was super, super important. Yeah, for sure. I, I love it. The modesty of, of this team is is heartfelt. You know, mm -hmm. you can you could just feel the family within them. And that's that's the great thing about it. They held it together, even though everybody was saying all this, you know, they're modest. They're like, whatever. 
Yeah. See you later. You know, we'll see you later. You know, and that modesty is what really, really got them all that, you know, momentum to go. It's just, you could talk all you want. Talk to talk. Where you at? Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you sitting at home watching a game that you said you weren't going to watch. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I love Joyce. And, and you yeah. watch the parade. Why are you watching what? What do you want? Mm-hmm. You know? You're yeah, not it, house. It, it, it was <laughs> it, it was incredible. Um, and you guys mentioned it. Um, it really was incredible. The veteran, the veteran presence, you know, like we we just talked about with with the Jeff Greens and those guys and um, just seeing DeAndre Jordan just walk around that whole place like he was the king of the world, man. I was I was just really happy to see that. <laughs> I was like, you know, because, you know, in his mind, he's thinking, you know, I had my days in the Clippers where, you know, it was, he was an all star and all these different things. And he had to go through a whole lot of stuff, you know, from people not even I mean, even us as Nuggets fans, let's be real. When we first heard that DeAndre Jordan was going to be on the Nuggets, I'll be the first <laughs> to admit it, man. I was just like, I was just I like, was what? Why? What are you, you doing? Know? Yeah, because I wanted I wanted DeMarcus Cousins back, truth be told, yeah, just because of yeah. what he was able to do off the bench. Um, but But now when you really think about it again, it's like, DeAndre was he was a perfect guy to have on the, on the team because yes he may not have, have contributed a whole lot on the court per se but what he was able to do in the locker rooms in the places that we are not able to see you could tell this just the fact that his teammates were looking at him like do we appreciate you you know and I think that is something that that's undeniable what he's been able to do because have you guys ever heard anything bad about DeAndre Jordan as a teammate I have not. And that's you why know, here that modesty right. correct you know? so he he brought he was literally the total opposite of what a demarcus cousins represented <laughs> in the locker room right and that is exactly what this team needed the team didn't need somebody to come off the bench and drop 30 every night they just needed people who could keep these guys motivated and keep them in a place where they understand what the goal of this all is and they were able to get it done and he's he got to play in that. game five. He got to play yeah, game five, was which is kind of fun. Yeah. yeah. He's like, yeah. why he got him out there? What they do? I was like, we all just let this go. Let's let it happen. <laughs> let it happen. Come on. Enjoy the ride. Let it happen. Absolutely. Jack, I know um, we're about to, to head up out of here, man. Um, is there any anything else that you wanted to share just from your, your experience at the parade before we got up out of here? Um, not much. Just it was, you know, I love to see it. I was born and raised here. So, you know, getting to see the Broncos go in their Super Bowl, getting to mm-hmm. see, you know, the Nuggets finally go to theirs. I didn't go to the Avs. Sorry, hockey fans. Um, I'm, not, <laughs> I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not that interested, but I do, I'm very happy that they won. Um, but uh, it's just, it's, I think it's a really special time right now. It's, even with the, I mean, you can go a whole into the Broncos, but that's another podcast. But, you know, just it seems like a different vibe with sports right now for Colorado, which is, I think is really cool. It seems like teams are actually being successful, um, minus the Rockies. But um, it's just, it's coming. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. As I, soon as they sail, it's coming. Seven year old me with my pendant for them going to the World Series really hopes so. So, um, <laughs> Ooh, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. So anyways, it's just it's a special vibe right now for Denver sports. And I'm I'm all for it as a fan. Gotcha, I think gotcha. everybody wants this now. So I think we're going to see a, a whole different level in each sport yeah. from this from now on, I think, so, because everybody wants it now. No, that 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 is that is a cool feeling. And, I, and I'm happy to say um, over what was it? 
the past what eight years I've been able to to witness three of my three of my teams win. Um, and and Joyce, the reason that I say three of my teams is because I'm not an Avalanche fan. Okay? I know. Um, so, so I wanted, I just wanted to to make that clear. No, no, I'm just, I'm just saying. But, but <laughs> you, 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 you guys, go there like you, you, no, but you guys got it too, though. It's the same thing because the Avs won and my team yeah, won in that like, stand, right? I love every team in Colorado. That's what I I'm agree. saying. Oh, I am a fan of Colorado. Okay, Joyce, team. Joyce, you that's and right. me, we're the only even two the, on even, here. Right, even the Rockets. I, yeah, I love I the Sky Sox, man. <laughs> wow, wow. <laughs> Joyce, is, Joyce is going big time with us. Here. Yeah. <laughs> but no, um, I love the I love the abs, ooh, and I, I love the abs and the Nuggets and the Broncos. And, um, you know, Colorado does well. The Rockies, even though I'm a Cincinnati Reds fan, I'm happy for Colorado. <laughs> Sorry. I'm happy for Colorado. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So, yeah. Um, uh-huh. I was telling I was telling these boys, Joyce, that I I used to go to Denver Bear games and Denver Zephyr oh. games. So um, I'm old, I'm old school too, Joyce. Old school. <laughs> I'm old school too. But uh, yeah, the the Rockies weren't there, Joyce, when I when I left. But uh, anyways, yeah they, yeah, they were not here. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, I'm super excited, and it was cool that I got to experience Game Five with um, Jack, and and also go through this whole experience with uh, Jeremy and Jack. We we literally witnessed history together in our season together. So, yeah. and we got to celebrate that together, which was uh, an amazing time. Um, so, sports brings people together. Uh, brought the community of Denver together today, obviously. Um, brought together Joyce into this show yep, and yep. Cisco into this show and all of our other wonderful yeah. guests. So we've we've enjoyed it. It's been a quite the ride. Absolutely. What horse y'all betting on on Sunday? No, I'm going to have to reach out to you to get some info about that. Are you talking about Sombor horse racing? (laughs) (laughs) I'm in it all. (laughs) Hey, listen, you're talking to somebody who does this on a daily. So, Joyce, we're going to talk after the show. We're going to have to talk, yeah, Jeremy. We're going to have to listen to Jeremy's betting show. That's right. (laughs) Bring her in, Jeremy. Bring her into the family. I need to plug that in. I got you. Got yeah. you. Now, yeah. Joyce, uh, before before we get up out of here, um, is there anything you wanted to shout out? You know, from a business, dif- just different things that you you're involved with on a weekly basis. Ain't anything that you um, wanted to tell the people about? I do a lot of volunteering at the soup kitchen um, in Colorado Springs and and the shelters, and I think that's the most important thing right now. You go in there, you got more vets in there than we should have, yeah. and to see them in there with their families is it hurts. It yeah. hurts. And I think that's where just come together. Let's come together. Let's stop this. Let's stomp it out. Yeah. No, that's 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 beautiful. That 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 is beautiful. I mean, um, and, I, and I t- I've been telling these guys, you know, throughout the season, because like I, I mentor some boys and one of those things about it's just something about helping people. Right. Like it really is. I mean, I know we talk about the nuggets and all these cool things that's happening. But at the end of the day, man, there's some things that are just so much more important. Um, and for you to be able to to do that, helping people, I that kudos to you because I feel like yes. there's not there's not enough yeah. of that going on. Yeah, I don't think right it's now. about us. You know, it's not no, about it's us. Not. Correct. It's yeah. just not about us. You know, there's so much more going on that we could help with, regardless of our situation. You know, because it that's just the way it is. And you just get out there and let's try to stomp it out. I got a 14 year old granddaughter that stomps it out with me. 
Yeah. You yeah. know, and, and awesome. she, I told y'all that girl scored. She's going into the ninth grade. She scored over 1300 on her PSATs. I'm expecting great things from her. Right. Wow. So there you go. You know, yeah. As you should. So, yeah. And so <laughs> let's stomp it out. And, I, and let's, let's get some help to our vets and, and, and get some help to the homeless. And let's, let's just take care of business. Yeah, I think I think we can all agree on that. And I think that is a perfect spot to end the show today. Um, so for everybody that's listening right now, do what you can. All right. And I think that's that's what it comes down to. Do what you can, because you never know who you're impacting out there. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's this is one of those things. So, yes, we're celebrating the Nuggets championship. We're celebrating the parade today. But just remember that there's still some people out there that's just going through so much you know, and try to try to think about them from time to time. But I think that's a, a good spot to to end everything today. But like we've been saying all season, guys, go Nuggets, man. Go Nuggets. Go Nuggets. <laughs> go Nuggets. <laughs> go nuggets. <laughs>